Welcome to Where Leaders Connect. It's a Corporate Connections podcast where every week we sit down with one of the incredible men and women that make up our membership and explore a little bit about what makes them unique and what drives them and their business choices. My name is Trevor Botkin. I am the National Director of Corporate Connections Canada, and it is my incredible pleasure to be joined today by my co-host and Corporate Connections member, Heather Arthur. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Trevor. So excited to be here. We have an amazing guest for our Corporate Connections podcast today, Christine Nielsen. Christine is the founder and CEO of Contrast Results Group, which is a boutique consulting and coaching firm with an extensive track record of driving extraordinary results for all of their clients. Now, Christine is also the host of Coach C Podcast and a proud mom of three kids. When she is not playing competitive hockey herself, she is at the rink cheering on her own kids. Welcome, Christine, and we're so excited to have you today. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm really grateful to be here today and uh, happy that you asked to connect with me. I'm very much looking forward to chatting with you. Christine, we are so excited to have you here because this is the perfect time to catch you because you did something pretty exciting over the weekend. I heard that you have been named the top business coach of the decade by the International Association of Top Professionals. And with that, you had your name on the billboard in Times Square in New York. Can you tell us about this award and how it felt to be on the billboard in Times Square? It's actually very surreal. So uh, let's just talk about the award first, and then I'll talk about Times Square, because that was a, a monumental experience in my life. And I received an award from the International Association of Top Professionals, and the first award I actually received was back in 2018 as the Top Business Consultant of the Year. And when I was nominated for that award, they didn't realize how vast the um, my career had expanded, had been, right? So I have been a management consultant with a coach-based approach to consulting for over 27 years. And when the International Association of Top Professionals found that out, this year they uh, renominated me and gave me an achievement award that spanned the last decade. So for this past decade, they considered my coaching experiences to be the top business coach of the decade. So it morphed into what was a management consulting uh, nomination and award in 2018 to fast forward 2021, where I, I received this award. And the important thing for me was, you know, coaching has become very mainstream and a little bit watered down. But coaching has been my vocation for 27 years. I didn't just wake up yesterday and decide, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going to be a coach. I've actually been a coach for as long as my career is pretty, pretty long. You know, so for, for that period of time, I've been coaching. And that's what that award is. So it feels like a huge acknowledgement of my life's work. It really is, Christine, and congratulations. I think if they had longer than a decade, you would have won that as well. But a decade is pretty spectacular. I'm only 39 still, so don't do the math, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. Now tell us about New York. Recognition is so important. And to see yourself on Times Square, what did that feel like? And how did your family react? Tell us more about this. So I took my daughter and some of my team members and um, some people that I'd also uh, nominated for, the, for their own distinctions uh, throughout this period of time. 
And I look at this billboard and I'm like, that's my face on Times Square billboard. But then I looked at my daughter's face and that was really the acknowledgement. It was seeing her face go, that's my mom on Times Square billboard. So it was more of watching my child look at me the way the rest of the world sees me as opposed to just her mom. And, you know, say I could say the same for my sons as well. They were exceptionally proud. It was very surreal. I consider myself to be a very humble leader. I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm quite humble. I've always been in the background. And it's only in the last five years of my career that I have been really putting my personal brand in front and being recognized for it. So it was very surreal. And I still look at it and go, is that real? Like, who is that person? That's amazing, Christine. And, and what an incredible moment to be able to share with your daughter and with the rest of the team. I, I was wondering if you could maybe take us back to the moment that you realized that coaching was for you. Because as you mentioned, so many people wake up one day and maybe have, have failed or they're like, oh, I can be a coach. And they kind of fall into it. But what was the decision-making process for you where you really dedicated your career to that vocation? I was in the pharmaceutical industry. So backing up, there's a backstory to this story, but I'll start in the middle. And we may or may not get to the other part of it. The middle part is I was, uh, I'd been in uh, the pharmaceutical industry. I was the youngest rep on my company team. And we had, you know, I was, I was crushing it. I was the number one rep. We would, we had launched a, a lipid lowering agent for diabetes and I loved my job. I loved what I did because I felt like I was able to be a pharmaceutical rep and make an impact and a difference in an area where this disease kills people annually and they suffer and they live with a lot of complications from that particular uh, disease. So I was able to make an impact. And then they hired this guy who was a transformational coach. And I'm sitting here, everybody else was like, don't drink the Kool-Aid. We don't know what's in the water. And I'm like, well, what the heck's a transformational coach? When I applied for university, nobody told me about that vocation. Nobody said, oh, and you could be a transformational coach when they did your personality profiles. With a, so I come out of university with a degree in economics. I go into sales and pharmaceuticals. And then they got this guy who's a transformational coach and I'd heard nothing about it. And in the middle of that process, I said to myself, this is not my seat. That's my seat. How do I go be that person? And after the training, I went to him and he told me exactly where to go study, who to work with, what I needed to do. And I followed his direction. So if you were ever working with a coach, I did what the coach said every step of the way. And within the first two years, so within two years, it was less than two years, I was fully trained and leading, I was the youngest program leader in a public company at the time. That's a very international and well-known company. So I was the youngest program leader for that company. And that was the beginning of my uh, coaching journey. I still had my, my day job as a pharmaceutical rep, and I was starting to cross that bridge into coaching. That really is incredible, Christine. Of all the things that I've heard you say in your podcast and some of the speaking engagements that I've been able to hear you, what's really profound, and I think you've built your entire business around this, is show me a business problem and I'll show you a people problem. Can you tell me and, and everyone listening more about that motto and how does it show up in your business and in your personal life? For sure. Um, one of the, you know, what is 
what is business made of? It's made of a collection of human beings that are up to something. They're up to something great. They're either building products, they're building programs. It's either a service. It could be a, a digital company, could be a bank, but companies are made up of people. And the biggest challenges with businesses is that those people inside of those companies, sometimes they get misinterpreted, misinformed, misunderstood, misguided. And so any business initiative, we want to make sure that people are aligned and that they understand their personal purpose in that business. Anytime something's going sideways in a company, whether it's a launch or the results, or we're not getting what we want, there's always a human being somewhere that is involved in that. Show me a business problem. I will show you a people problem every day. You've got so many clients and and I know how busy you are because of how hard it is to reach you sometimes. (laughs) Um, But... What are you? What are, what should we be thinking with coming around the corner? And and I always think a, a good coach is you know if it's football or or sports you know they're always a couple plays ahead. What yep. should we be thinking with in terms of business owners and entrepreneurs as we start kind of wrapping up twenty twenty one? We're looking at twenty twenty two. What are the things that you're seeing right now where your your vision is leading towards? where maybe some of your coaching sessions are taking your clients to to be looking at now? Well, I think the biggest thing that we're going to come back to is um, inside of purpose. And if we look, you're going to hear, there's there's about five different ways that I could answer your question, Trevor, but I'm, I'm going to keep it as simple as possible. What you're seeing now is what we call this great resignation boom and an employee shortage. People can't find the right people to do the right types of jobs. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It's touching everything. The supply chain economics of what's happened throughout this last, throughout the pandemic is really substantial and it's impacting people. So the first thing I'm going to say is understanding how you're, what are your drivers of your business? And if you're not looking at culture, then you're looking in the wrong place. In what I mean by culture is how do your people feel about what they're facing and they're facing, so you got to meet them where they are. And by meeting them where they are, it's understanding, you know, what are they dealing with? What are the economic uncertainty? What is this? What does it mean for them? Do they wake up in the morning and having an experience of knowing why they go to work every day and work with your company or, or do they feel acknowledged and valued? So if you take care of those elements, what gets produced on their, you know, strategic initiatives or their job, so to speak, will be so much more highly elevated because they are connected to what their purpose is inside of your company. They're aligned with that and they understand that you value them, you appreciate them. And by appreciation and value, I don't mean let's buy them lunch or throw a bonus at them at the end of the year. I mean a daily, weekly, monthly, they have an experience of they know that they go to work and that what they do in your business makes a difference and an impact. They have that experience. That's their fulfillment. And how do you, how do you constantly ensure that people have that experience in your company? So it, the, the first line of defense, the first place to look in the next 12 months is going to be your company culture. Whether you're trying to attract great talent, whether you're trying to retain or promote or have a succession plan, even if you're a solopreneur, at some point, your culture of just you with you 
and you get to look at yourself in the mirror every day, you will be expanding your business. You will need more people to grow your business. You might have strategic partnerships. You might have joint ventures. It doesn't matter what your business is. We all need to relate to people. And that is going to be the number one piece. But it isn't attending to, you know, mental health issues are abundant right now. And we need to understand and have clarity about it. But that doesn't mean we can't have accountability and results and performance. They, they're not distinct. They can go hand in hand. But you have to pay attention and you have to wake up. Did that answer your question? It was a long one because I, I have so many more things I could say. <laughs> Sorry, Trev. Obviously, this we're not going to unpack that in five minutes, but it sounds also really about understanding and having empathy, which I think is probably the biggest thing that we've lost during the pandemic is so many people just don't, it, 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 there's a sense that they don't care. And there's a sense that it's like, ugh, whatever, I don't have the energy to care. So it sounds like in terms of what you're coaching is this as uh, an empathic based approach to really not just kind of rationalizing it, but feeling what other people and understanding their feelings and their needs and their goals. That's beautiful. Leading with empathy is going to be critical, but there's also often if you give people a bigger challenge than their feelings, they will rise to the challenge. Mm -hmm. So you want to be dual headed about this in terms of having empathy and leading with empathy, being able to understand where they are. That's what I meant by meet people where they are, but Mm -hmm. also give them something worth going for. Create a big enough goal, future experience where they get excited about that. Because if we keep attending to, you know, what we don't have, what didn't work, then we get more of the same and you spiral down. You want to spiral up. And that's going to be the difference between a resilient business culture and a business culture that just kind of makes it and has a lot of people leave. Because if they're not attending to something bigger than themselves, they're attending to their past. And we can't sit in that for very long. Even if we're suffering, if we're suffering in our job and we're suffering at home and there's nothing in the future that's worth going toward, as the leader, you better create that bigger future to end that suffering because that's the pull out of the spiral. Beautiful. Christine, as I hear you talk about that poll, and as we come to the end of 2021, going into 2022, it's an awesome time for business leaders, coaches, consultants to create that new vision of what they're most excited about and what we're most passionate about. And I know that you, and this might be a little bit early, but I want to make sure that we talk about this because you're in the final editing stages for your book, which I'm so excited is coming out. And I just want to hear a little bit from you, what we're going to hear and learn and read about in that book. How is this going to help inspire leaders to be something bigger than they are today in 2022 and beyond? Well, and I'm, I'm glad you asked because it's been a tough one to write. I've been writing it in the pandemic and during a period of time where people are like, are you crazy? So the book is about reinvention. So you're damn right I'm crazy. Because if you're not, then you're not doing it right. And the it's about courageous disruption. Whether you're a leader or an entrepreneur, we've all been extremely courageous in the last several couple of years. But that courage now comes from in those moments, and I think um, Trevor might have used the word, people are exhausted and they can't find enough grit to have empathy for each other. Well, you know what? Dig deeper. Because what is going to make it make the biggest impact in the next 18 months is people finding that one small piece of courage 
to lead in a new way, to be disruptive. And I don't mean be disruptive for the sake of disruption. I mean, be disruptive in the drift of what we have just come out of. Be disruptive in the drift of status quo. What's normal? Well, who cares? How about we invent something that is workable? How about we invent leadership in a way that is compelling for people and that attracts their purpose to yours? You will see people who rise up throughout this are people who are up to something and it's not about them. It's about something that's bigger than themselves. They have no idea how they're going to accomplish it, but they want to try. Christine, you just touched on this a little bit, but I've heard you say something spectacular. You said, you know, when people are saying get back to normal, what do you say to those people? Don't look back. We're not going that way. There is no normal. We're creating, if we're not constantly creating our next, if we're not constantly inventing, you know, just look at, at human beings and, and humanity itself. I'm so sorry. Um, look at human beings. We're creations, like the molecules get split. All of a sudden, there's like a group of cells. It's all creation. Next thing you know, we have a baby. Next thing you know, we have a toddler. Next thing you know, we have a teenager. We're always creating. It doesn't stop. So it's the same with our businesses. It's the same with our leadership. We're creating something newly. If we keep looking in the rear view mirror, we will hit the ditch. You can't drive your car in the rear view mirror. There is no normal. Everybody's so concerned about being normal. Well, what is that anyway? And let's create something that is not normal. Let's create something that is powerful, that is workable. If we created an environment for our, for our employees, for our businesses that compels them forward and stretches them so beyond what they think is possible, what that creates in our businesses and our companies are people who are engaged, people will, who will, as, as my son said to me yesterday, I would take a bullet for you. That's what you want. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, we're almost out of time. Um, but I, I think. Come on, I could talk for three days. Let's go. We could talk for three days. This is fantastic, Christine. The, the challenge isn't that. It's just, it's just, it's just keeping it uh, succinct in, in terms of that, making sure that we're all uh, maximizing your time. And again, your time is so valuable because I know it's, it's, you're not just coaching people to have them better at their game. It sounds like you're also pushing them to maybe play a different game. And, and that's that such a beautiful way of saying normal is so overrated. Like, what do you want to create and what are you waiting for to create it? So um, I, I definitely appreciate having you here today. But more importantly, I really, really from the bottom of my heart, appreciate having you in the community um, because I know that you've helped so many members who happen to also be your clients um, really shift their paradigm, not just of how they look at their business, but how they look at their relationship with their teams, with their employees, uh, with their families and all of that. So that's, it's huge. It, it goes, you know, there's a lot of people out there who consult um, and there's a lot of people out there who coach and, and there's not that many people who I think do the way you do what you do. So I just want to show that appreciation. I, I want to say something about, and I appreciate the acknowledgement Um when we look at next, I think the biggest thing is to acknowledge what's so now. Before we reset, before we reinvent, start with where we are, what have we accomplished, 
acknowledging what have we gone through? How did we feel about that? What did we like? What would we never want to do again? What, what do we want to do more of? But before we look at that, start with the accomplishments of who we are right now and then build on the shoulders of that. It's so important to acknowledge those wins and those successes. Christine, you are so right. You know, we are always our worst critics and we don't take the time to write down what we did and we accomplished for 2021. But there were so many accomplishments for everyone. We disrupted how we work. We, motherhood, we did all kinds of new things in our daily lives and routines. But Christine, I just want to recognize you one more time. Coach of the decade. It's been my absolute pleasure to just get a little bit more insights from you, Christine, Coach C. Thank you. And thank you so much for all of the contribution that you give to our Corporate Connections community. Thank you so much. Thanks, Christine. And Heather, thank you for joining me today and being my co-host. And once again, uh, can't wait to see you all at the next podcast where leaders connect. Mm -hmm.